Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. 1 Kings chapter 18. After a long time, in the third year, the word of the Lord came to Elijah. Go and present yourself to Ahab, and I will send rain on the land. So Elijah went to present himself to Ahab. Now the famine was severe in Samaria, and Ahab had summoned Obadiah, his palace administrator. Obadiah was a devout believer in the Lord. While Jezebel was killing off the Lord's prophets, Obadiah had taken a hundred prophets and hidden them in two caves, fifty in each, and had supplied them with food and water. Ahab said to Obadiah, Go through the land to all the springs and valleys. Maybe we can find some grass to keep the horses and mules alive so that we'll not have to kill any of our animals. So they divided the land they were to cover, Ahab going one direction and Obadiah in another. As Obadiah was walking along, Elijah met him. Obadiah recognized him, bowed down to the ground, and said, Is it really you, my lord Elijah? Yes, he replied. Go tell your master, Elijah is here. What have I done wrong, asked Obadiah, that you're handing your servant over to Ahab to be put to death? As surely as the Lord your God lives, there's not a nation or a kingdom where my master has not sent someone to look for you. And whenever a nation or a kingdom claimed you were not there, he made them swear they could not find you. But now you tell me to go to my master and say, Elijah is here? I don't know where the Spirit of the Lord may carry you when I leave you. If I go and tell Ahab, and he doesn't find you, he will kill me. Yet I, your servant, have worshipped the Lord since my youth. Haven't you heard, my Lord, what I did while Jezebel was killing the prophets of the Lord? I hid a hundred of the Lord's prophets in two caves, fifty in each, and I supplied them with food and water. And now you tell me to go to my master and say, Elijah is here. He will kill me. Elijah said, As the Lord Almighty lives, whom I serve, I will surely present myself to Ahab today. So Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him, and Ahab went to meet Elijah. When he saw Elijah, he said to him, Is that you, you troubler of Israel? I have not made trouble for Israel, Elijah replied, but you and your father's family have. You have abandoned the Lord's commands and have followed the Baals. Now summon the people from all over Israel to meet me on Mount Carmel. And bring the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah, who eat at Jezebel's table. So Ahab sent word throughout all Israel and assembled the prophets on Mount Carmel. Elijah went before the people and said, How long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. But the people said nothing. Then Elijah said to them, I am the only one of the Lord's prophets left, but Baal has 450 prophets. Get two bulls for us. Let Baal's prophets choose one for themselves, and let them cut it into pieces and put it on the wood, but not set fire to it. I will prepare the other bull and put it on the wood, but not set fire to it. 
Then you call on the name of your God, and I will call on the name of the Lord. The God who answers by fire, he is God. Then all of the people said, what you say is good. Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, choose one of the bulls and prepare it first, since there are so many of you. Call on the name of your God, but do not light the fire. So they took the bull given to them and prepared it. Then they called on the name of Baal from morning till noon. Baal, answer us, they shouted. But there was no response. No one answered. And they danced around the altar they had made. At noon, Elijah began to taunt them. Shout louder, he said. Surely he's a god. Perhaps he's deep in thought or busy or traveling. Maybe he's sleeping and must be awakened. So they shouted louder, and they slashed themselves with swords and spears, as was their custom, until the blood flowed. Midday passed, and they continued their frantic prophesying until the time for the evening sacrifice. But there was no response. No one answered. No one paid attention. Then Elijah said to all the people, Come here to me. They came to him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord, which had been torn down. Elijah took twelve stones, one for each of the tribes descended from Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord had come, saying, Your name shall be Israel. With the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord, and he dug a trench around it long enough to hold two seas of seeds. He arranged the wood, cut the bull into pieces, and laid it on the wood. Then he said to them, Fill four large jars with water, and pour it on the offering and on the wood. Do it again, he said, and they did it again. Do it a third time, he ordered, and they did it the third time. The water ran down around the altar and even filled up the trench. At the time of the sacrifice, the prophet Elijah stepped forward and prayed, Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known today that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant and have done all these things at your command. Answer me, Lord, answer me, so that these people will know that you are the Lord God and that you are turning their hearts back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and burned up the sacrifice, the wood, the stones, and the soil, and also the flames licked up the water in the trench. When all the people saw this, they fell prostrate, and they cried out, The Lord, He is God! The Lord, He is God! Then Elijah commanded them, Seize the prophets of Baal. Don't let anyone get away. They seized them, and Elijah had them brought down to the Kishon Valley, and they were slaughtered there. And Elijah said to Ahab, Go, eat, and drink, for there is the sound of a heavy rain. So Ahab went off to eat and drink, but Elijah climbed back up to the top of Mount Carmel, bent down to the ground, and put his face between his knees. Go and look toward the sea, he told his servant. And he went up and looked. There's nothing there, he said. Seven times Elijah said, go back and look. The seventh time, the servant reported, a cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea. So Elijah said, go and tell Ahab, hitch up your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. Meanwhile, the sky grew black with clouds. The wind rose. A heavy rain started falling. And Ahab rode off to Jezreel. 
The power of the Lord came on Elijah, and tucking his cloak into his belt, he ran ahead of Ahab all the way to Jezreel. Now, this chapter is an amazing, amazing power encounter. We have the power of God confronting the power of the false prophets and the false religion. And so it starts out that after three years, the Lord told Elijah, go tell Ahab it's about to rain. And so, sure enough, Elijah goes to find Ahab, and it's mentioned that Jezebel had been killing all of the Lord's prophets. All of the prophets of Yahweh, Jezebel had been killing. But there was a court official named Obadiah who had been taking care of some of the Lord's prophets and hiding them from Jezebel. So this Obadiah is out on court-appointed duty with Ahab, and he encounters Elijah. And so Elijah tells Obadiah, go tell Ahab I'm here. I want to talk to him. He goes, what do you mean? We've been looking all over the world for you. And if I go tell Ahab that uh, you're here and we don't find you, he'll kill me. And Elijah says, no, no, I'm here. I want to meet with him. But this Obadiah makes this statement in verse 12. He says, I don't know where the Spirit of the Lord may carry you when I leave you. Now, friends, that's an early reference to another supernatural aspect of this man, Elijah. Apparently, the Spirit of the Lord moved him from point A to point B. Ultimately, his life culminates in a fiery chariot coming down from heaven, picking him up and carrying him away to heaven alive. And so the Spirit of the Lord carrying him away, this was apparently a known thing even in this verse 12 because Obadiah alluded to the possibility it could happen again and then no Elijah and, and Ahab kills him. But Elijah promises him, no, no, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meet him. So he meets with Ahab and Ahab says, um, uh, you're the troubler of Israel. And Elijah says, no, I haven't made trouble for Israel. You and your family have. You and your father's family have. Now, friends, he's confronting an absolute monarch and an angry absolute monarch by himself. This man Ahab had the power to, in the natural to have him executed, but Elijah didn't care. And so he rebuked him. He said, you've abandoned the Lord's commands, have followed the Baals, and now it's time to, to pay up. So he says, meet me on Mount Carmel and bring the 450 prophets of Baal and 400 prophets of Asherah. Now, this one guy, Elijah, is going to confront all of the religious leadership, the false religious leadership of his day, along with the governmental leadership of his day, and he's going to do it in public. He says, gather the nation to observe what happens. So Ahab sends word throughout all of Israel. He assembles the prophets. All the people come, and Elijah goes before the people. And he says, how long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord, Yahweh, is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. But the people were intimidated. They didn't say anything. So Elijah proposes this um, little event. He says, um, let these 450 prophets of Baal get a bull, set up an altar, and they call on their God to bring fire on the altar. And then... Um, I'll call on my God to bring fire on my altar, and we'll see who answers by fire. And so Elijah says, the God that answers by fire, he is God. And the people agreed then. They said, yep, what you say is good. That'll be a, a clear uh, sign. So the false prophets, you know, they chant, they rave, they cut themselves, but no fire. 
And then Elijah, at the end of the day, after mocking them for hours and hours, before everybody, before the witnesses, stands up publicly and he prays this prayer. Answer me, Lord, answer me. So these people may know that you, Lord, are God and that you are turning their hearts back again. Then, friends, the fire of the Lord fell. And it not only burned up the sacrifice, it burned up all the wood. It burned up 12 stones representing the tribes of Israel. It burned up the dirt under the altar. And it licked up all the water in a trench that had barrels and barrels of water in it. And all the people saw this. And uh, their response, they fell on their faces and they cried out, the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. And then um, Elijah took the false prophets and slew them. If that were not enough, he then asked the Lord to bring the rain he had promised. And sure enough, uh, the rain comes. He tells Ahab to start for home in his chariot. And Elijah runs ahead of Ahab's chariot all the way to Jezreel. Friends, this is about a 20-mile run. The power of the Lord came on Elijah. We don't know how old he was, but he wasn't uh, a marathon runner. But after all of this power encounter, he outran a chariot and a team of horses for 20 miles. So once again, another miracle, another sign to Ahab. So this is where we finish this chapter. But Lord, we just want to say, you are God. Yahweh, you are our God. You're the God who answers by fire. You're the God who answers by still voice. You're the God who speaks to our hearts. You're the God who saves. We love you. We appreciate you so much. We thank you for this amazing story and example for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.